1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the
0: F1 podcast that also got touched by a rival last week, but we aren't complaining. Does, however, mean that Spanners, you owe us €50,000.
2: And if you don't pay it within the next week, we're going to come round there and break your apex.
0: <laughs> Welcome to For
1: Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast is much faster this week because we've got a brand new microphone.
0: I think that works. It's an engine joke, Mercedes. I don't get it. Fine.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, making Max look like a prick since 2015.
2: You said that one quite quick as well.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the turn four
0: apex of
1: F1 podcasts. It's a lot
0: of apex focus. I don't know if this is the hangover.
1: I'm G Red, and I'm back, you slags. Today, from cyberspace, right along the information superhighway, we're going to be bringing you some incredible analysis from the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, where Lewis Hamilton overcame the odds to win despite some shonky penalties, some shonky driving, and some shonky stewarding. It was a bit of a barnstorm, and it's going to be forensically analysed by three idiots that really don't know what they're talking about. That is all to come. Joining me is a motoring journalist who will soon be on the move again. It is Phil Tromans.
0: I've bought a car.
1: <gasps>
0: another one. I had a lease car, which basically my wife uses to take the baby to the nursery and back. So I was after uh, another car. Uh, long-term listeners, I three weeks ago, will remember that I was hankering after an old Volvo. And I narrowed it down to the 940, the 2.3 turbo from about 1997. Looked at quite a few nice ones. And uh, did all my research, joined a few members' clubs and forums and all that kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, I bought an E forty six BMW three hundred and thirty D instead. Uh, because
2: oh,
1: I've never met anyone with a BMW that's nice.
2: I totally zoned out of everything you were saying because you just said numbers like oh, I going to get the, <laughs> the Volvo six F four B. and Then they said I got the e- what was it the E twenty seven? That's a light bulb. I bought a red five, Terry. How's that? No, no, Phil, you're not gonna you're not gonna get me with some nostalgic <laughs> Nigel Mansell shenanigans. I got an FW fourteen B. I mean, if Nigel Mansell released a car, I'd buy it. I can't even drive. But <laughs> so, what's the car called again?
0: Uh, it's a BMW three hundred and thirty D, a three series touring, twenty years old, E forty six. Needs a bit of work. Chica, <laughs> have you been up to much?
1: I have been to a Indian restaurant actually that I would like to recommend.
0: Oh. Uh, hang on. Are they sponsoring us? Are they paying for it?
1: Uh, well, no. I mean, I'm not actually really going to recommend it. I'm going to tell you how shit it was. It was called. Oh, okay. um, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> well, give Maybe, it maybe don't give tell it in it case not. they sue us. Uh, I don't think they're going to sue us. It, uh, so I went basically for my friend's birthday, and I was in charge of organising it. And I never really take much responsibility for organising people's birthdays. So I thought, right, this is my chance. I didn't research it at all. I just found a place that was an Indian
2: was it a strip club no
1: that would have been fun we got there <laughs> um, and I was the last one and when I walked in there everyone's faces were like disappointment and it was a, it was an empty restaurant and they were sat there and we were like okay okay uh, why is there absolutely no one in here on like a Friday night eventually a guy came out and so we we tried to order some drinks and we started off and my friend said can I have some wine and the guy said no my boss isn't here And we were like, okay. So another friend said, can I have like an orange juice? And he was like, no, my boss isn't here. She was like, okay, can I have a tap water? (laughs) And then so I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And on the menu it said like lemonade that will make your mouth go on fire. And I was like, all right. So I was like, can I have a lemonade? And he was like, no, my boss isn't here. And so then my other friend saw that it had an organic cola from Sierra Leone. So she was like, well, I'll try this one. So she said, can I have the organic cola? And he said, yes. And we were like, wow, okay. One person without a tap water. Anyway, he came out and he put a can of Diet Coke in front of her. (laughs) I was like, I I said to the guy, I was like, look, we've got to go. Can I just get the bill? And he went, I'll have to ring my boss. (laughs) What the hell kind of
0: shonky business
2: yeah. is this? Wait a minute, wait a minute. So four of you asked for a drink, and after every one, he said, no, my boss isn't here. Well, he None did... of you thought to question what the fuck that meant. Well, that sounds like lots
0: of fun.
1: Here's Listener's Corner. Not that it matters, because apparently drivers can just go super wide at corners and force other people off, and it is fine. So let's start with the man of the weekend, Lewis Hamilton, who spanked everyone despite having the world against him. Or, depending on your point of view, was gifted an easy win by having a rocket of a car. Now, Jamie Turner says, should Merck just take a new engine for Lewis every single race? It clearly had enough power to make up for a five place grid deficit. And Alison Brooker said, it's a bit much to claim you've made up 25 places when all but two of those were people who weren't racing you and were happy to give up their place to focus on their own race. But Russell Pointer says, the young Lewis is back. Instead of fighting in the corner with Max, he ran around the playground like a new man. I want to see more of that. Who cares about the championship when we can have races like this? Well,
0: I can tell you two people who care about the championship. Uh, that would be Lewis and Max. <clears throat> also probably Toto Wolff and Christian Horner. But um, I
2: have thought you thought called just... him
0: Toto Wolff with a V? Wolff? Yes, that was very his German name, of Because he's German. Well, he is German. Well, he's Austrian oh I've been found out I'm frankly staggered that there's anyone that watched that race and knows the first thing about racing that doesn't think that Lewis Hamilton had a pretty good weekend in terms of how well he drove that was very good if you think otherwise and I say this well I'm just saying this you're a moron (laughs) well
1: Well, it was (laughs) a
0: really good drive there is no way around it I I don't care if he had an extra 100 horsepower to do what he did is still really impressive, even if he did have a bit more power than everybody else.
1: Alison seems to be implying maybe the, not the opposite, but she's, she is implying that maybe Hamilton had a bit of an easy job here.
0: Uh, look, Alison, I appreciate you listening. Thank you very much for getting in touch. You I are know. entirely <laughs> wrong. You honestly think that F1 drivers are happy for people to overtake them. Okay, some might have put out more fight than others, but they're going as fast as they possibly can. They're not just going, oh, no, you, Lewis, you go on Foo.
2: It's certainly true that most of the overtakes were relatively easy because it was DRS and everything. But, you know, you've got to get past people whilst not losing much time and not whacking into somebody and, you know, staying on the track. So I think you did pretty well. Yeah. I'm more annoyed this weekend that Mercedes seemed to be a racing team again.
1: <laughs> Why does that annoy you?
2: <laughs> like, they're making all the aggressive... Well, because c- oh, where have they been all year? Like they're they're making all these like aggressive pit strategies and like, s- and not just like the car being quicker, they just seem to be on it this weekend. Like, okay, if you're a freelancer like me, as Phil, you have been for a while, but uh, as we know, still until next week. Okay, well done you. Um, you know that often, most of the time, you've got <laughs> kind of brain fog and you can't be asked to work, and No, I'm over, always on it. You're hungover. And you've made a to-do list, but you can't remember where the to-do list is. And then you've got to call about a meeting you've missed, and you're still
0: drunk from the night before, you've got to do a Zoom meeting. Yeah, those kind of things. That kind of thing always happens. And your preparation <laughs> officer's coming yeah, round, exactly. and you're not sure what you did last night. Believe you. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly
2: that. Yeah, standard life. And then...
1: But if you're looking for a graphic designer... <laughs> and
2: then, once every maybe six weeks or so... <laughs> I will miss every deadline. And every, every, every video I send you will have another mistake in it because uh, I'm that good. But you will, um, every now and again, like maybe every six weeks, you'll be on it. You'll wake up in the morning, you have a clear head and you'll maybe download a to-do app or something because you'll be like, I'm going to list all the things I need to do and I'm going to organise my Dropbox files and I'm going to make sure that my email's clear. And you'll be like, fucking hell, it's so much easier in life when you're doing stuff efficiently and you're aggressive with your kind of stuff. And then the next week, you know, you've woken up in bed with...
1: Three um so, so pillows. wait, empty cans so, of so you beer. are saying Three that
2: pillows.
0: interesting. <laughs> well we'll find out at because obviously the drinking opportunities there are decidedly lower uh, than they would be at uh, in Brazil, where I believe they have several alcoholic beverages. Um but is there any is there any value in this argument that Hamilton only won because he got mm. a new engine? Well, he'd have
2: done a lot worse if he didn't have if he didn't have an engine at all.
0: <laughs> but the idea that suddenly having a new engine Not not a completely new design engine Just not an old engine It's the same engine, it's just a new one <clears throat> Is somehow going to let you Make up 24 places Over an entire but, field but of the one so teams and drivers much, is much But the car was so much
1: more Significantly better It got
0: to be really, 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 really good It wasn't 25 places over the course of a weekend better But I'd
2: argue it's significantly better Than Valtteri Bottas's car <laughs>
0: Well, then what are, the major what are the major component changes Valtteri Bottas' car Valtteri Bottas has got a slightly older engine Which, according to the stuff I've read from people Who know more than I do, is maybe worth Let's say 0.2, 0.3 seconds uh, But it also has Valtteri Bottas in it Who is not as good a driver As Lewis Hamilton Well, you have to replace and him Hamilton, every five
2: races Or you get a grid penalty
0: Yes, exactly Oh, that would be a great rule to bring in
2: What, just for Bottas? <laughs>
0: oh, every driver is not only allowed five races but only if they're called Faltery. Um, I I thought it was a masterclass from Hamilton this weekend. I'd say it's one of the best performances I've seen from him. And you know, yes, it's a team sport, it's a team effort, you can't win unless you've got a good car. And the team, you know, pulled a blinder and saying, Right, we're gonna take this penalty. Anyone else can do it. You can if you want to take the five place penalty, you can have a you can have a brand new engine as well. So you, you know, it's, have one not every like week. it's an uneven playing field. You can if you want. And in fact, I think I don't. I don't know if I included it on the script, but somebody in our Facebook page said, "Oh, we're just going to see them doing it every week." Well, um, if, you, if you were Haas or Williams, can make up that much time at the right track. Sure, go for it.
2: If you're Haas or Williams, you it. might as well because you're be yeah. back anyway.
1: Yeah. Do you think they were maybe testing out to get the perfect engine ready for this race? Maybe ready to save Hamilton when things are looking a bit bleak.
0: Ooh. I mean. The- at this point, let's rule nothing out. Mm. But you've got to remember that it's Bottas. So, mm, could be a little bit, a mm, little bit. Uh. This this was just the perfect storm of Mercedes doing things very well, getting a good strategy, which let's remember halfway through the race, both Bottas and Hamilton were going, Oh, I think we might have fucked this one. But it turned out to be the right call in terms of when they pitted and everything. But
2: is it actually? Because the best way to make Lewis Hamilton go quicker isn't to give him a new engine, isn't to give him the fastest car, is to severely piss him off. And actually, what yeah. what Toto Wolff should be doing is trying to piss him off every week.
0: I think he was probably quite pissed off this weekend, which we'll, we'll discuss more shortly, but he seems to thrive under pressure, which is... I don't want to compare myself to Lewis Hamilton, but I find, as a freelancer, that if I've got a load of deadlines coming up and I'm not sure if I'm going to make them, that's probably when I do my best work and I'm the most productive. But I'm also at my least happy
1: much of the pantomime this weekend was down to the various controversies, including Wingate, Touchgate and running Hamilton off the track gate. So JB says, think Red Bull need to up their aero package. The amount of understeer Max had when Lewis went out for the overtake was unreal. You knew Max did it on purpose. The second Horner got on the blower to race control and pleaded them to let them race. And Ray Glennon said, I think Max forgot that Sir Lewis also runs a team in Extreme E where the drivers are actually quite familiar with just picking a line wherever the hell they damn well please. Tim Ecott said, if Max's T4 defence is okay and not even worth investigating, then we've seen the last ever overtake in F1. Why would anyone allow themselves to be overtaken if you can just do that? And Russell Trigg says, best bit of the race was Toto pointing to the camera like he was doing a wrestling premiere from the 80s. And Alistair M. White says, rumour has it Max's... Steering rack had some sand lodged in it, but only at turn four, and only when Hamilton is going round the outside.
0: That is a big old in joke, there, Alistair.
1: Yeah, that was that was totally lost on me.
0: Explain. Uh, It's Terry's keyboard.
1: Remember, Terry's
2: keyboard
0: got
1: sand in it. Oh yeah, I thought it was okay from my
0: holiday. That is a the real in-joke here. It's so in-joke. Fans joke know in our, knowing our tropes better than we do. I wouldn't say tropes. I'd say painful aspects of our private lives. <laughs> <laughs> Which we are happy to discuss on here. Okay. To you, our several dozen listeners. Um, okay, we'll moving away from Toe's right, keyboard. The the, the the turn four controversy. So, Hamilton was going around the outside of and having caught up with him and looked to be pretty nailed on to have taken that place Max was on the inside but off the racing line behind Hamilton and sort of not so much missed the apex as forgot that the apex existed basically just drove straight on forced Hamilton off the track Verstappen was also, I don't know 30 metres off the track, something like that and apparently according to the stewards, no investigation necessary. it's absolutely fine what did you guys reckon when you saw that? It's a tricky one
2: because, yes, Max did it. Yes, he's guilty. Yes, he should have been... F- it's not tricky at all. <laughs> it's really easy. Um, <laughs> no, it's just... I, what, I, what I really don't understand from this, and I, and I, and I don't want to get into conspiracy theories because I don't believe F1 is a conspiracy, why did they decide not to do anything so fucking quickly? That was like when you were at like a Chinese restaurant and the food comes <laughs> so quick, you go, have you really just cooked this? You know, that kind of feeling. And it was like... Okay, well, he said investigate. It might be been after the race thing. Like, within a couple of minutes, they're just like, no, 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 it was
0: fine. Yeah. And apparently, they didn't even have all the footage to be able to look at it properly. They just had the footage that we saw. Mm. Well, they something, even, and, and the fact that everybody think- was going, well, that's blatantly obvious. They were like, no, it's fine.
1: Do you think maybe they're saying, well, let's get the students involved less?
2: Well, they can't, though, because they didn't crash. But the whole mm-hmm. point of these rules is it shouldn't be the consequence of
0: the, the action. It should be the action <coughs> itself. It also sets a precedence. I mean, not that, let's, let's face it, not that F1 stewarding really takes much notice of Because precedence, it precedences because it changes uh, week to week. But it now basically says, no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can do that. If, if somebody's overtaking you around the outside, even if they're ahead of you, you can just, you can just drive mm-hmm. off the track. And either you'll crash into them, or they'll just, and then you can keep your position, and that's and that's fine. You can do that. So game yeah. on. And they could Alonso have Alonso
2: be- will be doing that <laughs> next week exactly. And they could have even done something like you know waited a, waited an hour and then given him like a fine again or something, which wouldn't have affected the race because mm-hmm. the race was quite exciting, but it would have stopped this. Now, yeah, now everyone could just go. I'll just do the the Max Verstappen move.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I mean the thing is in fairness to F1 normally you'd say they could just go oh yeah but the previous race you said that's fine it doesn't matter they'll change it every week
1: I think if Hamilton hadn't have won I think a lot of people would be much angrier
0: yes as it turned out it didn't make any Mm -hmm. difference to the race result but if it has if it had got stuck and then couldn't get past him again or if it had crashed into him hell to pay
2: Uh, but you say that but this is a very close championship and you know he could have got a five second penalty for that and he didn't. And Bottas finished three seconds behind him. So, you know, that could have been a, a couple point. of points swing. And if he wins by a couple of points. Yeah. And also, you know just- that definitely Max Verstappen was in the wrong because the Dutch c- c- comments and Twitter's people are very quiet.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> thing is, like, after that, I just thought Hamilton could do anything now. Like, he could get really aggressive. He could do a really aggressive move because. After that, they, they you know they can't put a penalty against Hamilton.
2: Well,
0: they could. Oh, they can. They, they, they did it all weekend. <laughs> yeah.
2: But okay, this the, the actual overtake when Hamilton actually got him, which was a lovely bit of stuff to watch. Let's face mm. it, there were two bits. There was like, it, I, it's hard to read into kind of personalities from the car, but it looked to me like Max Verstappen was fucking shitting himself because <laughs> like he, he fucked up the first corner a little bit and he wobbled and then he did a, a, a one of the one of the the questions we had in was like was it understeer I don't think it was I think he'd shat himself he's just like oh fuck and then Hamilton let's face it fucking bossed it because when he overtook him and then he swerved in front of him to be like you're not getting past that way matey (laughs) I
0: fucking loved it it was a a quality yeah when he eventually eventually did make it stick it was lovely the way he sort of sold in the little dummy at turn one so Max took what would be a defensive line but turned out to be the wrong line to go fast And you could tell Hamilton coming out the next corner was like, yeah, i fucking got you now, sunshine. Um, It was really good. And, you know, Hamilton's very good. Don't get me wrong, Verstappen had a, you know, good weekend. He managed to beat Bottas in the same car, which is, you know, that's an achievement.
1: So let's not forget that while Hamilton romped into glorious victory, Valtteri Bottas also had his time to shine. As he managed to win the sprint race that isn't a race on Saturday, that gave him pole for Sunday, which he promptly lost to both Red Bulls after four corners. So Harvey Green said classic Bottas race Great car, capable of so much And then did nothing with it Ernst de Heer said Toto's go get him Valtteri Was the most disingenuous thing ever First he didn't care And second he knows bloody well That Valtteri is never going to get past Verstappen In
0: fairness he did in the sprint race Sorry the sprint
2: But also well. when, Wolf's, when Wolf When Wolf Wolf, Wolf,
0: said, um, Wolf Toto Wolf <laughs>
2: When Wolf said go get him It was like the same way that you'd maybe Pretend to throw a ball at the dog
0: <laughs> And the dog <laughs> was still Like Bottas is a confused Labrador <laughs> <laughs> It's like where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where's my career? Where's my career? Oh. <laughs>
2: it's in Toto's hands
0: <laughs> over there at Alfa Romeo <laughs> uh.
2: um. Should we talk <sighs> about Wingate? Just-
0: we can talk about Wingate. I think this is a good place to talk about Wingate. Instead of talking about Bottas. Oh, fuck him. He's dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> so Wingate was... Well, there were two parts to it. There was Touchy Touchy Gate, where Verstappen was fondling the inside of uh, Mercedes' rear wing. And then there was Disqualification Gate, where the stewards investigated the DRS gap, which has to be, from memory, 85mm. Which maximum. is nothing. That's 8.5 centimetres. And apparently oh, they it's found... It's a bit bigger than, than I am. <laughs> one... <laughs> they found at one Oh, no, edge... I'm thinking
2: inches. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> oh, a... never mix them up. It can be very awkward. Um, at one edge of the wing, uh, they, they sort of have a device where they measure along the, the, the gap in the wing, all the way along. At one point, it was 0.2 millimetres. Think about how small that is. Not a millimetre, 0.2 millimetres, too big and therefore they disqualified him Fuck that, that seems a little i mean there has to be a limit somewhere but as mercedes pointed out which as far as i can tell is a fairly reasonable objection is normally if you have something they they said well it's like that because it's been damaged obviously we get as close to 85mm as we can because why wouldn't you because that's the benefit if it's bigger then it means it's been damaged and under normal circumstances you're allowed to change it because it's been damaged somehow Uh, but apparently no that's not allowed disqualified so seems a bit harsh and then Verstappen who has been touching somebody else's car gets a 50,000 euro fine which is quite a big fine in fairness but no other kind of penalty and if I'm honest I'm actually fine with that because Sky played footage this weekend of lots of other drivers touching lots of other cars at various points over the last few years and nothing ever happened to them so I don't really care it's obvious that what he did didn't do anything to the car but it just seems a little bit kind of ugh
2: I think it's very impressive that that people in the FIA can work out 0.2 of a millimetre from those tiny little lines on the tape
0: measure Oh, well, I think that I think they have like a, a device that they shove through the gap, and if they can't shove it through the gap, then it's fine. But if they shove it through the gap, it's too big.
2: Finally, a job I'm perfect
0: for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Finding out whose <laughs> flaps are too wide. Oh, Phil,
2: that's the Phil. job.
0: That is literally the job. But you took it too far. That's I'm just describing it in technical terms. I've done nothing wrong. Don't disqualify me. I bet you can't find the button to make it work. <laughs> Wait, there's a button? <laughs> it's just a myth.
1: So, another news. Audi is buying McLaren. Holy shit, what? Audi is buying McLaren? Yes, or perhaps no, because McLaren immediately denied what seemed a pretty confident story from Autocar this week. But Autocar is fairly respected and doesn't publish any old grapevine hooey. So, something is afoot. Something fishy.
2: Um, yes. Can I just clarify before we go through this? Chica, are you saying Audi... Or Aldi. I said Aldi. <laughs> or did, okay, did I is say Aldi? That, that's a very, I don't know, but that's a very different story. That's both both yeah. stories, but yes, yeah, quite, quite different.
1: I mean, I, I'm sure I said Aldi. <laughs> you, I
2: could you could say they're a little bit different. Well, you could say that, but actually I think you'll find... No, because that joke's no, no, funny. No, no, no leave it. No, um, It's great. You could say a little bit different, <laughs> but actually the
0: truth is Lidl is pronounced Lidl. Is it? Yeah. Lidl. Mm, he's a little bit different. Little mate, call it anyway. We're we getting off track here. Little mix. Something's up with McLaren. Their boss left a few weeks ago. There's all Who's sorts that? of rumours going around uh, of the group. I what's his name? Mike Fluit, I think his name was. Not not of not of the F1 team, of the whole group that oh. runs the cars and the applied tech and all that kind of jazz. Okay, he went. And the suggestion from AutoCar today that and you know, Autocar's a big title with proper journalists. Is that, that who you used to work? Usually for I have done some work for them but not I haven't worked for them employed uh, like salaried.
1: Are you looking for a job with them? No, I've
0: just got a new job. You've not been paying attention. Who with? Can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Aston Villa. And they don't just publish any old shit. That they've read on an internet forum. They had a source, and they they haven't said who it is, but they must have been pretty confident that they knew what they're talking about. So they ran this story, and knowing the the, the journalistic process, as I sort of do, they wouldn't have just come up with this out of nowhere. This they they would have gone, "Are you absolutely sure?" Like <laughs> they'd have done some checks on this. And McLaren have come out and said, "No, it's categorically untrue." But the phrasing of it didn't suggest no. that it's not going to happen, for example, tomorrow. Yeah, they said something like, it's, the parts of this story are wholly inaccurate. or <laughs> I mean, you know, that's
2: a yes, funny way of saying it. It's sort of... A, bullshit. So
0: that it's not the only story that's come out about McLaren recently. There's also been speculation, uh, and again, informed speculation, based on people who may or may not have been involved in talks, linking them to BMW as well. So, exactly what's going on is unclear, but it does seem uh, we would not be entirely surprised to hear that McLaren might become more German somehow in the very near future. I think that's probably fair to say.
2: And isn't the guys in charge now of the team um
0: a side or bloke? He was from yes. Audi, wasn't he? Uh he's Volkswagen Group, so which which owns Audi. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's piece piece I don't know yeah, I don't know if he's, Zach he's Brown senior enough to be... Yeah, an Audi. A brown Audi. Coincidence? A brownie. (laughs) A Um, browdy. So it could be that by the time this comes out, something's happened. Who knows? I was quite surprised to hear the story. Um, I initially thought there must be something in it because Autocar doesn't publish any any old crap. But then Autocar did kind of update the story and a little bit... Not show so much confidence in their source. So who knows what's going on? But it's interesting. What would that mean? Does, would that mean that Audi will use some McLaren bits to have an Audi branded team? Will it become McLaren Audi? Will it become McCloudy? What's the deal? It could. Uh, I. Uh, it's like. Will uh, they shut it
2: down? That'd be a good. Like could this McLaren
0: thing. disappear? Could McLaren just be rebranded? The thing is, you think Audi would want to be called Audi, wouldn't you?
2: You wouldn't exactly. Unless they think, is the rumor here that they're buying all of McLaren or the Formula yeah, One team? The whole group. So is, they probably the would story.
0: have, they probably would keep McLaren.
2: Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. On. Well, they have,
0: there's lots of other brands within the group as well. Yeah, but um, Volkswagen the, are the, yes. Hang on, hang on,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Volkswagen are the, the, the group, the, the, the big group is Volkswagen, yeah? Correct. They own so Audi, Audi, are part Audi, of Volkswagen.
0: Yes. Now, where so it gets you're slightly that more difficult, you are saying
2: that McLaren would be bought by Audi, which, in,
0: but surely it'd be bought by Volkswagen. Well, ultimately, yes, they would be owned by Volkswagen. But there's, there's, uh, these business things. I'll be honest. I'm not a business journalist. This, the the exact di- divvying up of the companies between the various different physical organisations, I'm not clear at this point on. But Audi own some brands, Volkswagen Group owns some brands including Audi, it's all quite complicated, it's a tangled web it's, it's like trying to look at, do you remember when Bernie used to come out with Delta Topco and all these other various F1 companies that he'd used mm. to be a bit shady it's like that but possibly not as illegal, he says without a lawyer around um, so exactly what it would mean I don't know but you would you would think that Audi if they wanted to get into F1 would want the name to be Audi but, but it might not. They might want another of their brands. Min Somebody Audi. senior at VW might go. No, you have to. We, it has to be Skoda. I don't know. This could be a good
2: standings. What other teams would have? How would they call them? Audi. The Ferrari. <laughs>
0: Red Baldi. Taro Audi. Alpha Tau Alpha, Taoudi. <laughs> Alpha Min Audi. How How Howdy? The American team would be Howdy. Brilliant. <laughs> Willie Um Willie Audi. Willie Willie or Willie Audi. Well, howdy uh anyway so uh, the story is we don't know what's going on but something's going on good
1: so if one is heading to saudi arabia next month or is it because last time we checked the admittedly very interesting track in jeddah didn't look ready race director michael massey is heading there tomorrow as we record this on tuesday to see if it's anything more than a building site will the corners be finished in time and if so Will there be any lefts or, indeed,
2: rights? Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. What do you think?
0: Nice. There we go. I um, think,
2: for the most exciting 4-1 season in years, the fact that the last three races are going to be in fucking shit-fucking countries <laughs> with shit-fucking racetracks
0: is a well, fucking crime. You say that. I'm broadly with you on, on the human rights record things, but putting that aside for one second, the track in... Oh, South like Formula Formula reaction, one does, eh? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Oh, isn't it? But the track in Saudi if your family members has been killed. You
2: wouldn't be wanting to put human rights away for a second, just so you could watch some fucking
0: rich men go around in a fucking car. You don't know me, Terry. <laughs> I, I, <don't>, I do. <laughs> the track does look quite interesting. Uh, it looked, it'd be even more interesting if it's not fucking mm-hmm. ready. That's uh, true. I don't know if they. That just would give Lewis
2: Hamilton the advantage with the Extreme E
0: series. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean there's not much more to the story than this Is the track going to be ready? I don't know, maybe it won't be We might only be able to race it I mean, I feel like next season we're going to have to go back to our Countries with dubious human rights list That one listener got in touch with and said it was their favourite thing we'd ever done So I bet producer Matt feels a bit bad about speeding it up and getting rid of half of it now
2: He doesn't I think arguably it was better by being sped up and
0: cut down Like somebody, somebody got in touch with me at the time and said they'd slowed it down to try and work out what we were saying
1: Anyway, tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at For F1's Sake or find us on Facebook where we're For F1's Sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, though, if you think we're right, then God have mercy on your souls. That is what these people did. Justin B. Abreu, who says, found you guys a few weeks back when Miss Apex shat on your podcast. Love it. Been listening to your episodes in reverse order and it's hilarious how fucking wrong you are with your predictions. Justin,
2: well, fuck you, Justin. If you listen to our podcast backwards, then nothing's going to make sense, is it? You prick. Yep, 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 yep. Hail Satan. <laughs> Actually, you Actually, no, know, Mac. When you're editing this, if I say Justin be a brew,
0: you're a prick. Can you play that in verse? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the beer money, though. Appreciate it. Welcome.
1: And thank you to our monthly donors, keeping us in beer all year long. This week we celebrate Liam O'Neill, Paul Hinton and Chris Lee. Thank you, guys. And if you enjoy what we do, whatever that is, tell us by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint pint pint. I haven't thought of a song. So, teams... Mercedes! That was a moving motor metaphor for go fuck yourself, Red Bull, and Bottas proved he's a sprinter but not a marathon runner. What did you think of Bottas's performance as a wingman?
2: Very
0: bad.
2: Well, yeah. hang on, it depends how you define wingman. Is it Somebody to make your mate
0: helps? Is it to make your mate look good? Because <laughs> he did that. Well. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean I suppose he beat Perez. That's something. Do you think he could have held
1: off? Verstappen
0: yes for more than three corners whatever it was both Red Bulls by turn four of the race he was third so yes he could have done and should have done particularly as he'd overtaken them the previous day in the sprint race he did alright on the sprint race Um, but for him to be in the same car and yes okay it didn't have the same new engine which is worth a tiny little bit of extra power for him to start on pole position and then to finish third and 14 seconds behind someone who started 10th in the same car not a good look Not a good look, is true, but also a very consistent look for Bottas. (laughs) I suppose, yeah, consistency is important. You don't like surprises. In F1... Mercedes probably (coughs) knew exactly what was going to happen. The best drivers in F1 are the ones that can do the same thing lap after lap. that (laughs) thing is to just slightly disappoint, then Bottas is right on Yeah, yeah. There's some good examples of that within the Formula One field. Mazepin,
2: Tsunoda.
1: And it's nice to have that, to be honest. And, of course, Hamilton. Outstanding.
0: Yes. I mean we've we've gone into it. I'll say it again. He did very well. He's very good at driving cars. What this means for the championship though. Uh, if you that, had to put all uh, your money, um,
1: all every single penny you own right now on who's gonna win it, do it.
0: That it's really every single hard. penny. Oh my god, that's several pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd
2: go for Verstappen reluctantly.
0: Oh really?
2: But I also lost a lot of money in Bitcoin, so I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm starting to think it might be Hamilton. I mean, I'd have said two days ago I'd have said Verstappen. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, Hamilton's fucked. It. Especially when he got the penalties this weekend. I was like, well, that's the end of that, then, isn't it? That's the championship. Unfortunately, now, I, yeah, uh, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what the Saudi track's going to be like. We don't know what the Qatar mm. track's going to be like. Hamilton's always been pretty good at Yas Marina,
2: and he's pretty good on new tracks as well. To be fair, he's quite good at just picking things up as he goes. Yeah. But uh, to be honest. I just think it's going to be a bit of a blip of a Mercedes weekend and then Red Bull are just going to win the next three races. And I don't want won't. that to be true. This is to prove that I'm not partisan. Oh, no, I am. Because I'm saying I don't want it to be true, which means I am partisan. Yeah, yeah, I want Hamilton to win, but he won't.
0: I think I think he will. Uh, there you go. My money and my house. And All right, well, some... let's put a bet on then.
1: All right, Dogs Trust.
2: Dog,
0: dog's, dogs Trust are th- tuning in, yeah. We <laughs> will bet the Dogs Trust. <laughs> Five, <For, The>, yeah. <laughs> How much are you willing to put down, Phil? Oh, hardly anything. I've just, bu- I've just bought... No, just no, bought I'm not putting all my money. Okay, let's well, find something if between... We're talking, if, we, if we're factoring in my mortgage, I have negative money. No, no, no. We're so... not going to factor in your mortgage, Phil. <laughs> what we are going to do?
1: Well, you know, but then now you're getting dog's trust to pay your mortgage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is also true. So,
2: look, somewhere between all of your money and a small amount of money that makes you not look like a stingy git for charity, how much would you be willing to put down? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Four pounds. Oh, for fuck's sake!
1: Oh, that's so tight. You, you hate, hate that dogs. So that much.
0: I'm not a big fan of dogs, but um, you know, we're not all freelance graphic designers. No, we're not. I I live at a. I, I, okay, I've loaded, I don't care. Whatever. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. We've got but most of Berlin. Four, four pounds. Come on. All right. Don't say five. seven. Seven oh. pounds. To the oh bibs. Sold all my, I lost all my money on bibs. Producer Matt told you to add a zero. I've stopped to a different quid. charity. I don't, I don't give a shit about toys. Right. I've got uh,
2: okay, okay, not the Dogs Trust. Something like something you like kids. <laughs> something for ki- Winston's right. Wish. Make a Wish for right, Foundation. No, I don't give a I, shit. I don't, I don't really
0: care for any kids' <laughs> apart from mine. So we'll go we'll go Okay, uh, okay, 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 okay. We'll okay. go Alzheimer's. Okay. No, no, Alzheimer's. no
2: No, 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 no. Either me or you will put money in your daughter's bank account trust fund, whatever you're giving her. Oh,
0: she's got more money than I have.
2: (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, okay. Can you put her on, please? Because I think
0: she'd like to give to charity (laughs) more than you would. All right. Okay, here we go. I'm going to put 50 quid. 50 quid down to Alzheimer's because I don't care about dogs. 50 quid to the Alzheimer's charity, the name of which I forget, but whatever the big one is. Um, If Hamilton doesn't win. I will give 50 pounds to the yeah I'm, uh, Alzheimer's I'm, I'm out I'm out <laughs> Yeah, yeah so let's go with them. No, I'm out.
1: And you're giving 50 quid to Dogs Trust.
0: No, I'm out. No, if if if, Hamil- if Hamilton <laughs> no, does win no. somebody without Alzheimer's has to give me 50 pounds. Fine,
2: I will give 50 pounds to a charity of Phil's choosing.
0: If Hamilton wins, you give money. If Verstappen tired, wins, I give money. Maybe it's, it's 50 famous. quid. Anyway, this I'll just I'll just
2: send you 50 quid, Phil. Do do, (laughs) me what the fuck you like. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Oh, it has to (laughs) be in Euros, though.
1: (laughs) Red Bull. Verstappen may have given Hamilton's rear wing a cheeky fondle earlier in the weekend, but it didn't help him when his rear was disappearing into the distance. Perez stole fast lap from Hamilton at the last minute. Verstappen described himself as satisfied with the result. If you were him, would you be satisfied?
0: Probably pretty happy under the circumstances, because bearing in mind how good Hamilton was this weekend if he'd not started at the back at the first race um, he'd have been way further up the road, Uh, Verstappen was second, he didn't have the other Mercedes ahead of him which considering the pace advantage Mercedes had and considering that Bottas got ahead of him in the sprint race, I think he'd probably be pretty happy with that, so yeah, I would say he's and he also didn't get a penalty for one of the most egregious pieces of running somebody off the road I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, he's probably pretty happy. No, but he
1: said he's satisfied. Yeah.
0: I think satisfied is a very... should str-
1: would you be satisfied?
0: I
2: wouldn't be satisfied. Well, I'm never satisfied with anything, to be honest. <laughs> I find life to be a disappointing series of events that leads on to the next until eventually we all die.
0: Which is like Formula One.
2: I think my life would be a bit better if Johnny Herbert interviewed me at the end of every
0: day. <laughs> At the end of every day, he just calls you up. All right, Terry, how are you doing? All right, Terry! (laughs) Is that our best Johnny Herbert impression? (laughs) All right, Terry! (laughs) All (laughs) right, fella! Johnny Herbert seems like fun, doesn't he? Johnny Herbert seems like a nice
2: chap. Of the kind of Formula One TV people, who would you like to have a pint with most?
0: Of the TV people? I think, oh, wow, Johnny Herbert, I think. He He seems like he's well up for a giggle. I think David Coulthard would be fun. I've had a drink with David when? Coulthard. Oh fuck off. You I've had a, I've had a meal with David Coulthard uh, about 10 years ago. I have. I've got photographic evidence of it. Um it was a it was a Mercedes we- car. it was very nice but he was on he was he was working so he was you know on brand. It was a Mercedes thing and I had dinner with him. Driving around Porto Ricardo. Can, can we just for a second imagine
2: what it's like being a kind of Formula 1 driver or ex Formula 1 driver and part of your job is to have dinner with people like Phil Drummond. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and, as it, we've is, said, and often, it is a job
2: often on this podcast your eating habits are bewildering <laughs> yeah. what do you do in that situation because like do you do the full fill and be like sorry david um i can't have lettuce or you
0: just <laughs> suck it up because he's not, he's not serving it to me <laughs> he he's said he was working, working.
1: <laughs> yeah. no david take that away <laughs>
0: No, I just, I just politely leave what I don't want. Oh, so, you know, that's that's not polite. That's not <laughs> polite. <laughs> the, plate, the plate arrives and I push it to one side. Oh, he thinks you're a prick.
2: <laughs> Probably. He's doing a podcast right now going, oh, I want to do this thing. This or guy have you, is like, have you just, just ate to the, the burger. <laughs>
0: have you listened to On the Marbles? They slag us off all the time. I haven't. Have they? Do they? And they do. They swear as well. Yeah, they're ripping us off. He must love this podcast. Hang on, Ripping us off we're taking the piss out of us? Uh, ripping us off. Oh, they don't funny. mention us, but they do swear a lot. Oh, no, only they
2: mention Well, if you're listening, what they called? Bag of shite. <laughs> <laughs> Cut my marbles? Something like that. Then, uh, look, our missed Apex war didn't really go anywhere because they've got more listeners and now they're presenting our podcast. So let's
0: start <laughs> punching down with a smaller, shitter podcast that no one's heard of. Yeah, hosted by two two very successful Formula One drivers and quite a beefy Welshman. I oh, which ones? This? I thought this was one done by students. Who's this? Who posts this? No, this is on the marbles. This is Mark Webber, um, David Coulthard, and Steve Jones.
1: I really like Steve Jones.
0: When you say you really like him, do you mean I... because he's a fine broadcaster?
2: His oral skills are legendary. <laughs> <laughs> I think i go for a drink with Paul de Resta because uh, he would complain oh, about everything. God. In fact, he'd you and so you and him should go for a drink because he, he, be so he'd be complaining poor. about all the food. You'd be like, I don't want lettuce. I don't want tomato sauce. And he'd be like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell.
1: This is cold. McLaren. A bad weekend for McLaren after a disappointing sprint for Ricardo, And then he lost his power. And Norris, well, he made contact with Sainz and he came home with one sad, lonely point for the team. That was once the best of the middle. Are there hopes of beating Ferrari? Dead in the water. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, McLaren have had their moment, which was at Monza. It's been downhill since then. They've been entirely anonymous. Ricardo has been worse than anonymous in that he's not been very good. Uh, The end.
2: But, no, not the end. There's a key bit of information we've been forgetting, which is they had to use all of their development tokens to change from Renault to Mercedes engines, so they can't develop their car as much as other cars, teams which means they're expected to slide back through the order a bit as the year progresses.
0: Oh, that is actually some top-quality insight that I had entirely forgotten about. You call it top-quality insight? It was actually just a tweet I read. (laughs) I mean, isn't all information just something you read or hear?
1: Ferrari! Ferrari are back, for sure now. When I say for sure, I mean I think so. Terry, what is their secret?
2: Um... Basically, it was an ironclad ruling by Enzo Ferrari with probably
0: some mafia links. Allegedly. Good. Probably. Actually, you can't Bible <laughs> the dead, can you? So, um, right. that, I mean, I wouldn't go as so far as to say they're back. They're back to being fifth and sixth for two races in a row.
1: I didn't say they were back. I said, I think
0: so. Okay. I, I wouldn't say wrong. I think they're back. <laughs> I mean, I think they're back to being fifth and sixth for two races in a row, which is fine. They've got two decent drivers and the car is not terrible. But you know, fine. They're third in the championship. They were third on the day. Great. They got out of it. What they could get out of it.
2: Alpha Tauri. Can I just say, as I'm, 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 am drinking white wine tonight because I didn't have time to go and get beer, and I don't like white wine. And <laughs> it's giving me a kind of headache okay. and making me slightly angry drunk. So just okay. as the podcast
0: progresses, okay. just right. bear that in mind.
1: But thank Good. you. Thanks for letting us know. When you
0: shout at us, okay. <laughs> Prick. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> Alpha Tauri. Tsunoda went soft, which made everyone start talking. Then he smacked Stroll and got a 10-second penalty. Gasly drove well and finished in seventh. Now, do you remember when Tsunoda went into that really gobby phase? Um, and do you think he possibly doesn't have a leg to stand on if he starts getting lippy with the team now?
0: Yes. oh, Tara. because Because you can only be gobby and lippy if you're backing it up with really good performances. That's why Alonso gets away with it, because he's good. Tsunoda has not been good. I would say he's been bad.
2: I've just realised a real problem with the sprint race format thing, which is
0: because. Tsunoda.
2: Oh. Maybe I'm getting old, I'm not sure. But watching the sprint race on Saturday, then the Grand Prix on Sunday, by the time we record a podcast, which is typically Thursday, I mean, it's Monday today, but typically
0: Thursday, I can't remember what happened on the fucking sprint race. It's kind of, well. We sort of need to change the format, but that seems like a lot of effort. And it's academic. It's not. It's not a race. It's just qualifying. It just so happens that they're all on track at the same time, and it goes on for an hour. it's Not a race. I quite enjoyed the sprint race, though. I quite enjoyed
2: good. it. I'm calling it a sprint race. I quite. It was fun. I mean, obviously, Lewis Hamilton yeah. made it fun.
0: It was yeah. It was only fun because he I was. What else happened in that race?
2: But doesn't that argue that reverse grids might be a good thing? Hmm.
0: Discuss. No. Because yeah. what, yeah. then, what's the point? Just like to make the it objects, fun. What's the point in qualifying? How are you going to do that? Like people will be like, "Oh well, I don't want to. St- I'm not going to try. I'm going to try and be as slow as possible. You're going to have slow qualifying, where people want to be the slowest so they can start at the front. No, they won't make. They'll make the reverse grids random. Well, then, what's the point of qualifying at all? No, no,
2: random is whether it's reversed or not. I've just come up with a genius idea. <laughs> so isn't they'll do for this. For p-
1: sake, not now. No, no,
2: no. The, this is,
1: this is, no, take. <laughs> not state come F1. On. This fine. is my bit. This is teams. You can, we can let you
2: go off. And fine. Joe, you know I'm going to rewrite state of F1 to be about my new idea. So fuck you. All you right, can do fine. the teams okay. on your off own.
1: Off you go. All right. Aston Martin. So Aston Martin hates Anoda and can blame Stroll DNFing on him, but they can't blame their virtual safety pit strategy risk taking. Who do you blame for your failings, Phil?
0: Uh, mostly Yuki Tsunoda if I'm oh, honest. Oh really? Yeah, I mean he seems the fall guy these mm. days. Um it's you know since since Mexico it seems to be the way mm-hmm. to go. Um this time he deserved a lot of the blame he got. So yeah, Stroll was a kind of unlucky really to get absolutely barreled into by Tsunoda and uh yeah and you know ex-girlfriends they haven't helped I hope you can hear that I'm typing right now and not talking about about. okay yeah
2: oh it's about exes I talk about that what's the question (laughs) who do you blame for your failings well I like to broadly group it into subsections of two-year periods (laughs) going back to when I was about
0: 12 (laughs) to the current day and when does Yuki Tsunoda come into the equation here
2: He has not come into
0: my equation yet. Okay. But you keep listening.
2: The offer is open. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) But I am very tall, so you might have to stand on a stool.
1: (laughs) Alpine. Alpine did some driver swapping in an attempt to defeat Gazine, but they failed. Which is your favourite personality out of Alonso and
0: Ocon and why? Alonso's more interesting. Ocon doesn't have a personality, doesn't it? It's a <laughs> trick question. <laughs> the, uh, whenever I think about Ocon, the only thing I can think about is him getting pushed in the chest by Verstappen. I cannot think of any other episode in his Not career. Not when he won a
2: race? Not When when him and um, Perez used to bang
0: into each other in the Force India, that was quite Did fun. they? I don't remember. Was that him? I couldn't even tell oh, you really? who that was. Uh, that was just me remembering that it was two Force Indias. don't remember who was in them. Well... Couldn't, couldn't tell you. You remember he took a year out, didn't notice. Well... You'd forgotten, hadn't you? I'm
2: just pissed on wine. I don't like, I do not like white wine. White wine I do not like.
0: Why have you got white wine?
2: I had some in the fridge because I had someone over for dinner and I had an extra bottle of wine and I realised I didn't have time to go and get some beers. So I thought, fuck it, I'll open the wine. That's, that's, oh,
0: how,
2: that's... that's how life works, isn't it? Sure. Sure, if you haven't got what you want, open the wine. <laughs> I drink a lot of wine. I drink a lot of wine. <laughs> Alfa
1: Romeo. Kimi started in the pit lane, and Giovinazzi got stuck behind Russell. That
0: is cringe. Started in the shit lane, more like. Oh. Uh, I didn't see any of it. Didn't, I, I genuinely cannot comment on these last two teams. I have no idea what they did. I didn't see them for the whole race. You could have—they could have both not started the race, and I wouldn't have noticed. Ouch! But you would have
2: noticed because you would have noticed because then we wouldn't be saying that Hamilton overtook
0: twenty cars. or No, whatever. that's true. It'd be yeah, it'd be fewer cars that he'd have overtaken. Less cars. But. Uh, You
1: only notice the stats.
0: uh, uh, This was not a weekend for other teams. All of their sponsors will be very disappointed because they'll have got no exposure at all.
1: Williams! When thinking about what happened in the race, I tried to remember Williams' key moments and couldn't remember anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Okay. Now we're on the the same boat now, aren't we? Sharing a paddle. I'm just imagining you two on a boat, like, stranded. (laughs) It's not pretty. (laughs) We'd probably be stranded because Chica had forgotten the ore and I would get us all killed by not wanting to eat anything I'd of eat you that were available.
1: And be fine. <laughs> uh, I think I'd
2: be pretty good stranded. I think that's kind of no.
1: You wouldn't. What do you, you mean? You would just moan to yourself. Like, oh, so unfair.
2: <laughs> that basketball would love me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I just think
2: it's still validation if it's a f- basketball with a face on. <laughs> 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 Um, Hass. Hey actually, I do. I do remember some stuff about Haas. Fuck off! I'm doing my bit. Hass, has. Hass, has. Hass, Hass, for all the great ones been forgotten without legs. Around. Haas. for days. Of礼ạo- kim- darling- Fro- ma- de- <laughs> no, I'm just doing it in the background. like It's like a Christmas music.
1: Finally, things have turned around in Haas. Marzipan isn't the worst, but only because Schumacher's car was falling apart. I'm going to ask you to do two things for me now. I want you to Google image search Mazipin. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Now on another page, I want you to Google image search Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, which I was doing this casually on a Sunday afternoon Look at those two pictures And think, fuck me His dad is not <sighs> yeah, I mean, Yeah, there's a,
0: there's a passing resemblance So I'm looking
2: at the picture of Putin And I see a kind of bold man with his eyes too close together <laughs> And I'm looking at a picture of Marzipan And I'm just seeing a lump A square lump of almond icing
0: Yeah, but imagine that But in 42 years time yeah, but, And also with his eyes too close together
2: I would also say, whilst you're looking, and viewers, if you're at home, please also look look at pictures of Nikita Mazepan right now. (laughs) Uh, His face is too small for his head. It is.
1: is, There's an extra there.
2: Which is also a likeness of Putin. Like Putin's face is a little bit too small for his head as well.
1: What he needs is a nice fringe. And I can say that someone with a fringe is, I feel like if you. I think
2: he needs like ironing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's harsh.
1: All of which. Brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders.
2: In first place is Max Verstappen with Invisible Touch. In second place, you can't touch this, it's Lewis Hamilton. Third place, when I think about Lou, I touch myself, it's Valtteri Bottas. Fourth place, reach out and touch Faith, it's Sergio Perez. In fifth place, touching me, Landon Norris. Sixth place, touching you, it's look look. In seventh place, touching you, again, because it's the lyrics, colour sign. Oh, you're touching me, it's Danny Ricardo in eighth. Um, I believe in a thing called Love in Ninth is Pierre Gasly. I'm horny, 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 horny. It's Fernando <laughs> Alonso tenth. Touche, not touch is Alcon because he's French. Touch of Frost is Vettel because he could be played by David Jason. He's so old. Um, Midas touch is Lance Stroll because he's money. Destroy everything you touch is Yuki Sonoda. Losing touch is George Russell. Light the blue touch paper and i retire. is Kimi Raikkonen. Can I touch him is Nicholas Latifi. And kicked into touch is Antonio Giovinazzi. And for the constructor standings, I thought what would be funny? What other teams would buy Formula One teams if it like Audi buying McLaren? So, in first place, Mercedes would be bought by Ineos, because that's what actually happened. It's a boring company, no one knows what it is. Red Bull should be bought by Rich Energy. Ferrari bought by Fiat. <laughs> ha ha ha. McLaren bought by Aldi. Nice. Oh, I made that joke already. Well, good. Alpine should be bought by Lotus, just to bring back the idea that those two teams keep swapping around. Um, Alpha Tari should be bought by now I don't know if this is a niche hometown reference but I was trying to work out what shop Alpha Tari would be like if it was in Britain and I think it's one called the Officers Club do you know that? not familiar with them it's just a place that sells discount suits not funny fucking- <laughs> Aston Martin would be Aston Villa um, Williams should be bought by the cat food brand Iams <laughs> which is actually a fucking great idea and if you work at Williams you wouldn't be getting Iams sponsoring you now and then if there's a company called Will, you are sorted. And Alpha Romeo should be bought by Alpha Tari.
1: And now time for the man of the match of driving.
2: Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Obvious.
1: Okay. And now it's time for The State of F1 with Terry Saunders.
2: Okay, so I thought I'd do as a kind of publicity stunt. um, I deleted The State of F1 that I had written because I said earlier in the program, I'm going to write one whilst you do the teams. I've done three paragraphs and then (laughs) I'm going to wing the rest. The State of F1 by Terry Saunders. I wrote that bit. That's two more paragraphs left. (laughs) Hamilton sailing up the leaderboard on the sprint race surely proves that reverse grids are a great idea. But obviously, as Phil says, then the teams might just go slower to get to the back of the positions, therefore the front of the grid. But because teams are horrible data-loving wankers, they will do everything to make sure that they are in the best position to win. Don't worry, I have a solution. Random reverse grids. So what I think should happen is not a random grid, as in we shuffle up the numbers randomly, but they do qualifying, and then at the end of qualifying, They do a kind of big lottery style kind of button thing. You press the button and it says random or not, random or not. And if it comes up, no, not random or not, reverse or not, reverse or not. And if it comes up reverse, then they reverse the qualifying order. But if it comes up not, then the qualifying order goes in the same place. So the drivers and the teams don't know whether the grid is going to be reversed or not until after qualifying. Which means there can be extra strategy, because some people might take a punt based on probability of, well, there's been three reverses, so this one might be a knot. And then we get into all that kind of weird voodoo shit that people do with the lottery, where they go, oh, my numbers are this. So I think it's a great idea, and
0: it will keep people on their toes at the end. I'm, I'm all set up to mock it, and then, actually, that's not the worst idea. It's kind of genius, isn't it? I mean, that's not... I, I wouldn't go... Genius is a strong word. But, but apt. Yeah. It's actually, not dissimilar similar to what they do in the British touring cars, though, where they genuinely have like a, a one of those ball machines that somebody pulls one out to decide where they. I mean, the
2: sometimes with some races, I'd rather that was the race. <laughs> yes, they just get a Tom Boer and go, and yeah. the races well, sp- won by sp- Yuki Spa Sonoda. this year. <laughs> spa this
0: year, for example. Yeah. Anyway, very good. It's worked. You should wing it more often. Thanks,
2: guys. Also, to let you into a secret, I hadn't really finished writing the original statement. <laughs> which is why I was <laughs> gung-ho about getting rid of it.
0: <laughs> Tremendous. That is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about somebody who was in a Formula One car once so it counts. Valentino Rossi, the motorcycle rider who has retired after a glittering career. Well done to him. Managed to survive and be very good for many years. The end.
1: And to Terry Saunders.
0: We haven't had time to talk
2: about FIA Radio, which made a reappearance this week with um, the Red Bull people basically having a go saying this is let the race as it means and then Michael Massey sounding fucking terrified, going oh no it's alright mate we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything down put the gun down we'll be
1: back next week to discuss the Qatar Grand Prix in Qatar in the meantime check out our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash for f one sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake Terry where can people buy merch
2: F F 1 Dot, sorry, I'm getting this read out by my speaking spell. Um, Ff1s.com forward slash
0: shop. It took so long that all the merch is going to be out of date.
1: Thanks for listening. See you in a week. I've been G. Goodbye.
0: Bye.
2: Bye, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network.